big moves have just been made with stamp duty yeah. reform yesterday decided stay tuned we're going to tell you more on friday frenzy Big day. Yeah, big news. Wow, wow, wow. So this is for first-home buyers. Um, they get the option to opt in and pay an annual cost of about $400 a year. And uh, 400 uh, initially, and then it's 0.3%. Uh, point, point, point yep. No, 0.3. I've got it here. 0.3% of the property's land value, not the property's value, guys. Value a general assessment. Yeah, so that's significant. So let's just let's just say that again, Mark. Yep. First home buyers. Yep. You guys get the option now yep. from January 16, I think it is. We'll put a little article in here as well. So it starts January 16, but if you've purchased from this weekend, yes, correct. You can get it. You can get it back. Okay, so let's just go. Let, let's just go through it slowly, guys. We're talking about the new first home buyer stamp duty reforms. Mm -hmm. um, if you are a first home buyer, mm -hmm. you get the option now of not having to pay all of that stamp duty up front. Huge. You just pay 0.3 percent of the land value, not the property value, plus a four hundred dollar per year fee. And I think where this will particularly um, kick in with first home buyers is if they just didn't meet thresholds. Um, so they're just going to be able to claim, 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 like not, not pay, just something huge. Oh, this is massive. Um, it's the biggest conversation that we have with first-home buyers is about, you know, the stamp duty because not only are they saving for a deposit, but then on top of that, you've literally just got to save this extra bundle of money that you don't even get to enjoy. I think that's the hard thing with stamp duty um, is that you're literally just throwing it out the window and you don't ever get to see anything for it. And I think it's a segue for stamp duty full stop. There's been talks the last five, seven, ten years about abolishing stamp duty for everyone. Yeah, well, I think this is a trial. And I think this is a segue so now why? to say, okay, let's see how this goes with first home buyers. They don't mind because with first home buyers, they've taken stuff off the table and put stuff back yeah. on the table. So it's sort of a bit of a platform where they can do that if they get it wrong or they can vary it, get rid of it, whatever. I agree. So I think that what they're going to do is segue now with stamp duty. And then if this is successful, they'll work on the model for doing it for everyone because they have been working on that yeah. model for seven, like 10 years now, forever. So big news for, for real it's estate. It's news. And, you and know, another thing as well, yeah. I think the government's really conscious about the property market at the moment, being, having some corrections just gonna a, say that. across New South Wales yeah. and, and all of Australia. I think they're saying, okay, we've got to stimulate. If we're going to whack them with I was uh, just interest gonna rates. Say that. I literally was just going to say it? that. Yeah, you did. I'm pretty sure I probably said it before and then you stole it anyway. Um, but this is this is what I think as well, Mark. I think that because, you know, people have been hard hit with these interest rate rises, um, even though they were just unsustainably low, yep. even though people have been hit with these interest rate rises, I was wondering what the government might do to stimulate that property sector because it's a massive part of our economy. You know, they well, don't like want the to cripple been, it and put it on its knees. It's like they've been sitting on their hands, um, not really yeah. caring about what's been happening in property. But I think the motivation's inflation. They're saying, well, when 
there's no use in you know doing one thing and then stimulating on the other side because the whole reason we're putting the rates up is to make sure inflation comes into under control. I just want to so read out just... an example here. There's actually a really good site. We're going to put um, a link to this, guys. We're talking about um, the abolishing of first home buyer stamp duty and swapping it out for an annual payment. Massive news. But here's an example. Someone buying their first home in Sydney for $830,000 with a land value of $265,000 land value can choose between an upfront stamp duty of $32,440 or an initial annual property tax of $1,195. A person purchasing a different Sydney house for $1.35 million dollars with a land tax value of $810,000 can pay $59,000 in stamp duty, thereabouts, or an initial annual property tax of $2,830. Um, now, the next question here was, is the, is the land then locked into the property tax forever? And the answer is no. Okay. So that's not bad. That's not bad. If you're going to buy a property over 800 grand and you want it to flip it, um in two years or or six years you're not paying that full freight stamp duty you'd normally have to pay so i think that that's going to stimulate that yeah. middle end of the market mm. yeah absolutely it's going to be awesome for first-time buyers it really is and listen up guys because what does that mean for property so here i'm just going to get out my crystal ball for a minute um the one and two bedroom apartments on the northern beaches so we're primarily um, located in DY, we transact a lot of the lead-in properties in that in that vicinity. So we roll. Um, those one and two bedroom apartments, let's say in DY, have been very affected by property prices. So a stock standard two bedroom apartment that we're now selling for seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, we were selling that for you know circa eight eighty um, about twelve months ago. Would you agree, Mark? I'd agree, Lisa. Thank you, Mark. Um, now, I would say to you that given what's going on here with these stamp duty reforms, that part of that market is actually going to start to creep its way up again. Look at that. Look at that, kids. You've got to pull your graph over a little bit. No one can see it. Can you see that? Can you no. see the 18%? Oh, thank you, Lisa. There you go. 18.3% <laughs> um, down in 12 months for DY. Yeah. So now, almost 20% in a year. Here's the thing. So I've got a couple of little two betters on the market at the moment. Bargains. They're guiding $695,000. What's wrong it. with them? Absolutely nothing. These vendors just need out. Now, I'm telling you guys, my crystal ball tells me that because of this new stamp duty reform, that these little one and two better apartments are going to start to make their way up. That's what I reckon is going to happen. Because you there's going to be bottom a, of the market. there's going to be a big demand. Oh, I, I've been saying it for weeks now. I reckon we're at the bottom of the market. Yes, I do. That's you know, it. I think we've hit it. And also all that bullshit that we talk about that that we yeah, might see Luke saying it as well. Get ready, Novak's units will be hot. I agree. I, I couldn't agree more, Luke. Uh, guys, listen. If you're a first home buyer, get in and me. buy these properties she now. Just spoke, talked. To, I was just <laughs> talking. You just went straight over. <laughs> Girls right. do that. All right. Go, Mike. You can talk. No, I forgot what I was going to say. Now. <laughs> but I'd be getting, I'd be getting in now, and then, um, as we mentioned, you can actually apply for a refund if you're purchasing from this weekend. First home buyers, 
you can apply for a refund, as Mark said. You don't need to wait until January of next year. But I, I think this is a trial for stamp duty. I really do. Huge. Um, can we talk about getting the most amount of money in the shortest possible time? Yeah, but in a second, about what a great time and opportunity is to buy at the moment. Yeah. I was talking to a client yesterday. He was asking about what the market's going to do, what I reckon about the market, or the market. One of my favourite clients, and I was said, I said to him, "Who cares?" He goes, "What do you mean?" I said, "We're not going to change it." I said, "It's been a good property market the last ten years, the last hundred years. It's going to be a good property market yeah. the next hundred years." So I said, "I can't. I don't have the brain space to keep micromanaging what the market's been doing in the last couple of months, last couple of weeks, last year, next year." Like the end of the day, I said, "It's a rolling ten-year average." Yeah. He said, "What do you mean about that?" I said, "Every ten years, she doubles." I said. That's all. That's all I care about. That, and I said, if you look at the, if you look at the rolling average of your suburbs around you, whether you're Dy, Manly, Chatswood, Parramatta, yep. wherever you are, the rolling ten-year average is double over ten years. If everyone started to have that, that acceptance that the property market is a long-term view, yeah, um, less heart attacks in property. Not only that, but so much happens over that period of time, Mark. You know, we still have seen, um, let's have a look at the property market over the last 10 years. We've still seen fluctuations in interest rates. We've still seen recessions. We've seen all sorts of things and the property market continues to go from strength to strength. It goes up, it goes down. It's what the property market does. Um, there's actually some really good information here. I'm just quickly flicking through it with regards to this um, stamp duty reform we will put this link in here guys for you because there's all sorts of questions what if i move out and it becomes an investment yeah. um, am i better off paying stamp duty or property tax yeah. what are the downsides this is a really really good article we're going to put it in there for you guys um it's actually just a national nine news article and i'll grab that because i think it explains it really well um sometimes these things can be a bit technical and you're reading it and you're like wait what what else are you going to say for this week, Lisey Lulu? Um, how to get the most amount of money in the shortest possible time for your property. Mm. Um, it's obviously that, you know, it's a great conversation to have with vendors, what vendors want. Um, the best way to do that, oh, I want to give it just a little case study, Mark. I had a vendor who called me up last Friday and um, really lovely two-bedroom apartment, lovely two-bedroom apartment in DY with a lock-up garage, really good block, really good property, um, internal laundry, the one in Maramba Road. Yep. Okay. He called me up and he said, look, I just, I need out. I need to sell the property. Um, we were at that time guiding 700 and, oh, don't quote me on this, but I think we were guiding 725,000 for it. Mm -hmm. And we were getting decent group numbers coming through. We'd had a couple of, you know, low ball offers, nothing that was going to get it over the line. So I said to my vendor, here's how we're going to get you sold for the most amount of money in the shortest possible time. And I asked him, what's the time frame? He said, I want this done within seven days. I said, okay, here's the strategy. What we're going to do is we're going to put on a guide that is very appealing to the market and extremely competitive. We're going to put the guide on at $695,000. I kind of need you to close your eyes and ears and just let me do what I need to do to get you sold for the most amount of money in the shortest possible time. Now, as a result, by Saturday, we had had four offers come in. Four. His break even, to be very transparent, was seven hundred thousand. That's what he that's what he really, you know, wanted to, to get out of the property. 
we ended up with a 680,000, a 690,000, a 706,100 and a $715,000 offer. By Saturday afternoon, we were exchanged on a cooling off period. How much? 715,000, four week settlement. So it, what I notice with clients is it's very counterintuitive. They don't, they think, how the hell does that work when you do that, when you hammer my pricing like that? It, and it, it actually catapulted. It catapulted, but that's not the first time that we've done something like this to create that competitiveness in the marketplace. The buyers organically will stand on each other's heads. We ended up calling a best and fairest, so it was best and you know it was the best and the fairest approach for everybody. And the vendor saw that that strategy paid off for him, and he ended up with an extra fifteen thousand dollars in his pocket than what he initially envisaged he was going to get. So here's my advice. It's a game of chess out there at the moment. It's a game of strategy. Your agent who you have chosen will guide you on the best way to get the most amount of money in the shortest possible time from the market. If you're a vendor and you choose to not take the advice, that's your choice. That's your choice. But a great agent will guide you as to the best approach as I said, of how to get the most amount of money out of the market in the shortest possible time. Properties that are sitting with the longest days on the market or long days on market, guys, it doesn't necessarily mean something is wrong with the property. There's a couple of moving pieces. There's the market, there's the strategy, there's the agent, right? And then there's the vendor. Vendor expectations. There's a whole lot of stuff that goes on in the background. I've got some vendors that say, no, you know, you're not going to guide that. I go, okay, well, you know, look, we're going to be sitting around for a while. We might be waiting for a unicorn to fly through the door. Um, and then eventually, when it didn't go the way that they needed it to, they'll come back and say, okay, what's your approach? And I've had that happen with a, with a, few, um, with a few vendors this week. So that's my advice, guys. Listen to the guidance of your agent. I'm always happy to help. Um, I had a listing, unfortunately, I lost it a couple of weeks ago. These guys went with an agent. Um, they they realised that they'd made a mistake. They reached out to me and I ended up helping them to get sold. Um, you know, and I'm here to help. We are another always agent, here to help. Through another agent. Through another agent. Uh, I ended up getting the property sold through another agent. Right, a frenzy. What else, hap what else happened this week in, um, in real estate this lease? Okay, what are we saying? So uh, we have an extraordinary amount of um, stock on the market at the moment. I don't think that that's normal across the board, but right now we've got a lot of listing. God, we've got some beautiful think, stock. Um, uh, well, I want to talk about Manly. Are, clients are reluctant to hit the market at the moment, so there's it's a, it's it, there's people that are on the market from previously. Yeah, we're we're butting on to Christmas. And they're saying, and interest rates just went up and they may go up again. So I think the attitude of a lot of people is, you know what, we're just not going to do anything. We're just going to wait and see. That seems yeah. to be a wait and see market, but great time to buy. Finance. This is the Finance. best time I have seen to buy. Yeah, it is, I agree. When I consider interest rates, yep. property prices, um, and I love the property market long term. This is the best time I've seen it. So the prices at the moment are unbelievable. Yeah, I it's agree. Really and guys, first home buyers, seriously, take advantage of that stamp duty reform. Dump that is fast. phenomenal. Because right now you've got the bottom of the barrel prices. Yep. 
um, it's, I don't think it's going to stay like that. I really don't. I think there's Luke's right. Those one and two betters, as I mentioned, I reckon they're going to be hot commodity. Um, so just watch that, guys. I think now's a great time to be doing that and then apply for your refund on that stamp duty. Um, Manly. Yes. How's that waterfront listing? Your just one? listed it. Yeah. What Jeez, a beautiful property, my God. Jeez, it looks good. Those photos look Oh, this is a wonderful property, guys. Seven Bruce Avenue in Manly. Yep. It is a harbour front. I've never seen, you know, you see waterfronts and sometimes you're sitting up in your elevated and you've got to walk down um, to, you know, to get down to your waterfront. It's a deep water frontage or you literally can't access the water because you're still sitting quite high above it. This actually just dangles over the water. What a property. What a property. It's just going a little bit blurry there, I think. Um, 7 Bruce Avenue in Manly, guys. We've so got cool. it open tomorrow, 9 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. We've got a guide of $13 million. Um, if you consider that we just sold to Riddell Street in Manly, Cheap. which was over the beachfront, yeah. that was 400 square metres. That was an original 1970s house. How big is this block? And that achieved 21.5. This is a 430 metre square block. Mm. So it's larger. Um, yes, it's an original home, but it's very livable. And it is right on that harbour's edge, um, right next door to Little Manly Beach. And it's got its own boat slip. How many, there's only, only half a dozen in Manly that would have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bloody incredible. It's unbelievable. And parking, and it's freehold. It's not leasehold. So really incredible property. It's literally just launched. Um, so if uh, if you want to come down and have a look at it or you know anyone that might be interested, I still, I still feel like the, because I'm, so I'm born and raised eastern suburbs um, of Sydney. I always look at these manly waterfront properties and just think, God, they're still so underpriced. Yeah, compared you to other parts of Sydney. And look, I well, think if that's... that was Point Piper or Vaucluse or anywhere, like you're talking about a $40 million plus property. And look, and you're part of Sydney Harbour life, um, which is a beautiful life. You know, and you can you can bail across to a ferry into the city, um, into our harbour, it's pretty cool. Uh, Manly Beach couldn't do that. You know what I mean? You couldn't. Well, you can if, you're canoe. A boat, if you're a boatie, you, you won't. You couldn't yeah. really do that in Manly Beach. So this is pretty spectacular. But you can actually get in your canoe from your boathouse at this Manly waterfront property, and you can just canoe over to the beach, which is Little Manly Beach is the most beautiful. But you would swear you're in the Whit Sundays. Um, and then there's that Ripples Cafe there. So imagine canoeing over in the morning, grabbing your coffee. I love Ripples, yeah. <laughs> it's unreal. It's so good. What else we going to talk um, about? Friday Frenzy. So markets, markets, all-time all time, uh, low. Christmas. Christmas. Uh, Chrissy, uh, stamp duty, massive news on stamp duty this morning. Yeah. Uh, we're butting My under birthday. Christmas. Your birthday. <laughs> Mark's <laughs> Mark, just in case Mark has forgotten, it's next week, yeah. Mark, just so you don't forget. It's coming. Um, Happy birthday, Lisa. <laughs> thanks, because by the time we get to next Friday, I'll be a year older. Um, yeah, I, I, that year has flown so quickly. I had a big, uh, a big birthday last year, and I tell you what, those years do go faster as you get older. Bloody incredible. It's scary. It's really scary. Um, yeah, Christmas, but don't, don't forget. Guys, remind Christmas Mark it's my birthday me. next week. So Christmas is uh, five weeks away, six weeks away, which is pretty pretty unbelievable. Yeah. So what we're starting to do well, now... I can't believe it's already, uh, we're already 19 minutes into our live and I haven't even spoken. <laughs> oh, he's a character, isn't he? 
Um, but yes, Christmas, guys, it's not too late to get your property on the market. I just listed one this week. Don't don't be afraid of that, particularly with it, you know if you're one of those leading properties. Um, I think it's actually going to be quite a busy Christmas New Year period for property. Uh, and I'm noticing that a lot of people are going away. Is that just me? Like I'm noticing uh, mid-year, everyone went away. Yeah. End of year, I'm noticing a lot of people going, no, we're just going to hang around. I think a lot of people jumped on planes as soon as they were able to. Mm. And if you have a look at the cost of those flights, we were looking at some flight prices to New York at the end of the year. In economy, they're over $5,000 a person. It's out of control. That's the cost usually of about a business class ticket. So I'm not surprised. Wait until the next costs year. are out of control. Wait until next year. Yeah. I reckon. I reckon it'll calm down a little bit. People are a bit excited with yeah. the airfares and stuff. Yeah. That's a show. Um, That's it. Thanks, Lise. Anything else you'd like to say, Mark? No, done a great job today. <laughs> and um, guys, have an incredible day. That's property news. That's Friday Frenzy this week. Some exciting news with stamp duty. So let's see where we'll it goes. We'll pop a link in so that you guys can have a good look through it as well. Boom. See you, everyone. Love you. See you. Bye. Bye.